It's Kirk and Callahan. ABC decided to cancel their highest-rated show, Roseanne, following a tweet in which Roseanne compared an African-American woman to an ape. It's against the law because your generation made everything so PC. She is a comedian, and she does have a very wicked, twisted sense of humor. Everybody knows her to be a little raunchy, a little rough. Did you see Roseanne's ratings? They were unbelievable. Over 18 million people. And it was about us. With Kirk Minahan. Is it okay to say that the Boston Celtics completely overachieved and surpassed our expectations and still choked? I don't think so. Shane Larkin is hurt right now. Greg Monroe. Big, beautiful hands. Can't play. Alvin Nader, same thing. Ojale, same thing. Yubiselli, same thing. What are we talking about? And Jerry Callahan. There's a mentally soft part to David Price as well which he has had in his uh, baseball acumen. What a bunch of idiots! It's the last book you read. Frederick Bachman. It's, it was a novella. It's like 60 pages. <laughs> I don't remember the first person I said, I love you. Today. That's a lie. I sure to listen to them. My God. You did. Mark James is better than me today. <laughs> On Sports Radio, WEEI. Uh, Kyle's got that look on his face already. I saw it like, oh, I guess it's going to happen again. Don't worry about it. You, when, I, when I call for it, it's fine. He's, he's okay day one, I thought. Okay. <laughs> no, you, no, 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 no. No, I thought given you the pressure. the honest card? Yeah. No, no, yeah, sure. Given the pressure you of the not situation. Close. I'm not impressed with the lose today. And true. I did say that. That's true. Okay, so. That's true. He's a good kid, though. You want me to say I love him. I love him. So he was also, I think, banned for the show for a while, wasn't he? Yes, he was banned because he didn't. He ban, what, did he yes. do? what did he get he banned didn't... for? Uh, I think he uh, had didn't credit you enough in one of his recaps. He for did a the book. he did the OMF re, re, right. reasons top five reasons they won the book top ten. It top, I think oh, Jesus top ten. It was I thrown remember, together. I exactly it was now. terrible. As what last are you? His lawyer I'm, and he had yes. ten reasons, and one of them was a massive lead in the head, which is stupid. And that's obviously he knows he was wrong. That was all Paul, though. Paul was the one who gave me all the reasons for that. Okay. I told Rob. As, I said, as part Rob. of the show, you should have said, okay, right. well, obviously. Right, right. You, sometimes you have to override. I know Paul's a giant in the industry, but sometimes you have to sack it up. In it. Is Paul not here this week? Paul's on vacation. Back today. Oh, oh he's, no. he's not missed a day of vacation. What was he doing? Imagine Paul's vacation. He had a golf tournament. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Since last Friday? It's pretty good. <laughs> was he playing in the friigging, was playing the memorial? It was a five-day golf, five <laughs> golf tournament. Get high and let it fly with Imagine Paul. Imagine golf with Paul. What's his last name? Paul Saucier? Uh, Gallant, right? Is it Paul Gallant? Yes. Okay. Paul, don't act like you don't know his name. Paul, Paul Chardier. Chardier. Yes, we like Paul, as a matter of Found fact. Found the T, Paul Chardier. Yeah, he told the inside story of him and Lucy dating back in the day. It's good. He used to be a producer on this Great. show. Old Paul stories that nobody yes. remembers? People remember that story. Oh, Fought with you all the nope, time, nobody. cats and dogs. I have, Paul's one of those guys, like, I have absolutely no memory of him being there. Ever, none. Zero. Like, I know it happened. It didn't happen for long, I don't think. But I have no memory of it. Was it weeks? Or did it even last a full month? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it was probably three, four months, I think. And he was with Ken. And I have no memory of Ken sitting there, I guess. That would be Chris's, a weird fit. I think, right? Yep. And Paul sat where uh, where Ken sits now, where Kyle is this week. Boy, a lot of life between Paul and <laughs> Ken. Jesus. <laughs> and I have not a single memory of it it, it all, nothing. It that is who me. I heard from yesterday. Who cares about Paul Chartier and <laughs> Lieutenant Doug Lane? Did- <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> what is that about? What, what did you say? I said that Paul and Doug said I couldn't do something, and I was uh, blaming it, them. It, who does? Who really? Lieutenant Doug Lane. You blamed it on, on Paul and Doug Lane? It was not one of my finest moments. <laughs> and you were sober there. I was completely That was right sober. when you came back. Sober. I was so nervous. When you and I hated each other. Like When you came back for the first couple weeks, it was almost worse than before. You hated me more then, I think, I than think you so, ever did. Because you were, I don't know, you were, you were, anxiety must have been off the charts. You Big were terrible the first, what, month? I was awful. I would say the first six weeks I was bad. What was that about? 
Well, I couldn't find anybody to come John in. John was gone, right? John was gone, but it was the stress of, you know, getting the rotating seat, the people oh, that yeah. bring in, and yeah. you guys were really Well, you had great ideas, I mean, to be fair. Levin Reed's a star. Levin Reed's Bob Neumeyer. Was, was he on that first. list? Uh, I don't oh, think so. Was, yeah. knew, his first two ideas were Levin Reed and Bob Neumeyer. I remember exactly, he was sitting on the couch. I looked at him, I was like, this is really not going to work. Remember, you, really and I, you and I talked, like, I, th- I think Curtis, <laughs> Curtis come back, you're bringing him back, and you brought him in to do the podcast. Did you hate... Curtis version 2.0 when you did that podcast? No, no, we had a good conversation. I was happy he was coming back. He was good. That's, that's when he told that great story about Ken. That was a great story. <laughs> it was a great line. <laughs> it was a great line. And I said, they'll be fine. And then he sat there and he was, it was almost like he was, he had the yips or something. And then he got over it. Now he's, you know, as, as good as ever. As oh, strong he's as ever. The so, he's locked in this week. Yes. Uh, although, when I spoke to, we'll get to, believe me, we'll get to Roseanne and Werner and all that stuff in a moment. Uh, but let me give you a quick, if if you'd like, a quick casting couch, or whatever we call it, update. I spoke to John Tomasi on the phone yesterday for some 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I would terminate a pleasant conversation in which he said, not dissimilar to his uh, girl, Trenny, he has no desire to come back to the show right now. He feels better about himself not being on the show. <laughs> he said he just, he's just, you know, he, 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 he said he doesn't have the stomach for the How show. How did things take a turn? <clears throat> and he said it was, you know, he said he wasn't happy about uh, he disagreed with with my uh, interpretation of the conversation, the, the fight that happened at the sensitivity training. Uh, only in this station can you say a line like that. <laughs> the fight we had here in Starbucks. Training. You yes, can now that's say a good that, point. Yeah. Um, and so he went back and forth on that, and then and then he said uh, the thing that really upset him was the Borges thing. He's good friends with Ron. He considers Ron sort of a mentor, and obviously a lot of what Ron has done, he's passed on to Tomasi, obviously. If you look at Tomasi's history and Borges' And history. in a quick sentence for people that may not even know, Ron Borges, this is a guy that took someone's Twitter account as a fake agent, yeah. ran with that as Tom Brady right. is... Everyone knows. Yeah. So, I don't think everyone knows. Thank you. He might be the Do, best you, boxing you, writer you, So history. when I say, like, you I know... Gave, I gave one line, one line update for people who maybe not did not know what happened with Ron Borges. So one if like, line. Kevin Durant's name comes up today in conversation, you'll give everyone an update. He started... In Seattle, and then went to Oklahoma City, and then went to Golden State. No, no, it's not okay, relevant. I'm just, to the I'm show. just trying to. Well, in the, in the Ron Borges up, case, to, it's relevant. Everyone to the knows. Show. Everyone knows who listens to the show. What happened with Borges? Disagree. Everyone. I think, okay. Okay. Well, they do. Anyway, thanks. So, uh, thank you for that. Uh, so <clears throat> we went back and forth on that, and he said, uh, and I said, well, okay. I said, you know, we took something that somebody else had, we ran with it, and he said, well, I'm not entirely sure this wasn't a mastermind. This what made me think of it. Chris Curtis operation. That he that he, that he put the whole <laughs> thing together. <laughs> That, said, guy, that guy? I said, I can assure you that didn't happen, but whatever. Long story Ooh. short, he doesn't want to do the show anymore. Uh, it just he doesn't like the way he feels. He doesn't like getting into these fights, and he's not the kind of person he is. Tomasi, that's the show. That's the show. Oh, he, to, to his credit, he, he recognizes that and says, I just don't want to do it. And I said, as I've told you, and I've said 50 times, okay, if you don't want to do it, I don't want you Doesn't here. that make him less valuable to the station? Such that one, there's, there's a big well, show he's on a lot. He's on, he's on every weekend. He's on the afternoon show a lot. I think they'll look at I mean... The only thing I would say is I think that sort of should be part of the deal is that if you are, you know, a, a station oh, employee, you should be, you, you go on every show or you go on no shows. That would be, you, you, you know, you should be available to all shows or no shows. Like if I was Dale, <clears throat> I would say, well, if you don't want to go on their show, what, what does that say about like me? Like you just think I'm easier? You think my show's not as tough? You can stomach my show? Uh, that would almost be an insult. I agree. That's uh, weird. He's got to take it. That well way. said. He's got to take it. Any uh, thoughts from you, Curtis? There are more than three I, words. I am completely shocked. Just oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, one thing. If you're just listening to this guy's voice right now, his name is Chris Curtis. He's uh what? Go ahead. No, people might not know who people he is. They might not know who he is. I'm just, I'm just Fair updating. Point. New I'm Kirk Minahan. To, new listeners to the show. I should all say my name's Kirk Minahan. Yep. I've been part of the show now for uh, you know five and a half years or whatever. Uh, the Kirk Callahan show started in what? 
uh, September of 2016. That is, is that correct? correct. Yeah, Mike Manansky joins me. He's been the, really the Dustin Pedroia of the station. Uh, for a long time. And yep. Bill Cosby of the station, really, and that you're sort of a popular entertainer as well. <laughs> uh, you've been part of the station now for a, a better part of a decade. Yes, sure have. Yeah. And part of this show for a long time. Nice long to have time. you here this nice morning. Kyle good morning, good morning. producing for Ken Laird, uh, who's from Pittsburgh. He's in Cleveland this week, has a wife and a daughter, and that's Chris Curtis who has a wet brain and uh, nearly died shaving uh, a couple of years ago. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. And Model also has $6,000 in credit card debt. I think <laughs> that should be yeah, think, uh, just think under $3,000. We that, are working on that credit card debt. you missed a zero on that. But, uh, yes, your thoughts on Tomasi. Before we get to uh, the Cosby, uh, oh, gee, why they say that? The uh, Roseanne stuff, which I'm dreading, dreading doing. Yeah, yeah you look awful today. <laughs> I, I do think that these people, whether it is Trenny or Tomasi or others that work at the station in other capacities, should be required to at least come in if we ask to do a show i think that this sort of picking and choosing by people at wei what shows they will and will not go on is a bad precedent to set i just don't i mean does any other station have that you were working the never other place. seen that before. now i understand our show is different than other shows but still like the the idea that and really i really don't want him here if he doesn't want to be here there's nothing worse to work with somebody who doesn't want to be on it's the worst i've done it it's the worst but but like can you imagine whoever who's a fill-in like chris gasper saying nah you know i'm not doing that or whoever uh, over 98.5. I don't even know who. who. Well, well, Dan Roach does well, a bunch what's of his face? The guy that tried to get the Bruins job. Oh, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson saying, you know what? I, I, I don't feel like uh, working on the morning show. It's like, what? Shut up. Well, it's a little, it made a little different here because the third man has is, is become a full time thing in the morning and the afternoon drive. So you're sharing potentially co back, back and forth. Mutt. What's that? More station background <laughs> info from Mutt. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just different that it's way. Like, it's, it's great. It's like a director's track. You have an original thought? No. Oh, you don't? Nothing? Okay. I mean, you, I mean, other than I don't want someone here who doesn't want to be here, I don't really have a defense for Tomasi. People like John Tomasi make me sick to my stomach. Ah, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I would just say See, as someone who has felt the same way Tomasi has felt, I'm sure at times leaving the show, um, I, it's not something I would decide not to do. You, I, to me, you just deal, you but deal never, with but the you've show. Never, but you've never felt like Tomasi's had, you've never felt like... You've humiliated, humiliated me. Well there said. you go. Perfect, but you've never said, felt on the show. But you've never felt unliked. Yes, I have. No, you haven't. It's yes, never been like an angry have. real yes. fight on yes, the show. Yes, yes, You've yes, never yes, disagued yes. with anybody on the show. That, when? Again, not true. We've had plenty of arguments. When, when have you felt like we, we didn't we like each other? The, okay, but that's... That's different. When it gets personal... Think feels unliked? I think he feels like it gets personal and angry. And he doesn't want to be part okay, of well, that. Okay, well, it's gotten personal here. But, but like angry? Like real anger? Maybe not real anger, but embarrassment. Yes, but we're friends. I know Tomasi and I aren't really friends, and Tomasi and Jerry aren't really friends. Meanwhile, Jerry doesn't even exist. His name doesn't come up in any of these conversations. Jerry, one of the great sunset photographers of our generation. Oh, he's at it again last night. He's dance at Adams midnight last though, night, right? Generation. Was, I think he's midnight when he posted that. Late night posting. Yeah, there was some late night tweeting from Jerry last Ambien? night. Ambien? Maybe Ambien was an issue? I, I'm, not saying it's a, I'm not saying it's not a factor. <laughs> he's all excited. He got. He, well, first of all, he got... Uh, should I bring this up? He got his contract... Renewed his, got op, his option got picked oh, congratulations. up. Congratulations. Excellent. That's yeah, great news. So uh, as we watch him spiral into, you know, his, his brain continues to get worse and worse over the next year. Uh, and then he, he shot a 48 for nine holes of golf, but he made a, an eagle on the par four. He holed out the second shot, so he was all happy. Did you talk to him or text? Text. I haven't talked Still to him. Still no voice all. update. No voice update, but yeah, he's back. He's back for another two years or whatever. Wow, congratulations, Jerry. He said, you think you make it through another year? And this was during the... The heat of yesterday with with all the Roseanne stuff. I said, I don't know. I said, we'll see how today goes. We'll see how today goes. (laughs) And and I guess that brings us here. So that's obviously not even. I mean, if you're flipping around last night, uh, I wasn't surprised. I shouldn't say I I don't know if I was surprised or not. But the size and scope of the Roseanne thing, it was literally 
Oh. Everywhere. It was Every... red meat for no matter what side you're Correct. talking on. It was, no, it was exactly red meat right. for either side. Oh, I thought Fox News did less of it. MSNBC oh, had a roundtable <laughs> co-hosted by <laughs> Joy, Joy Reid, by the way. That's good. On this, uh, they, with a Jared on there, on that panel. I'm sure yep. you saw that. And CNN had one. You know, CNN only does like 14-person panels where they all are in that like, you know, Seven and seven, yeah. Right. And they all they have seven people who are on one, which is fine. And Fox did a little bit of it, but he flipped around. Roseanne was supposed to be on last night. A replay on ABC on my info thing. It Tuesday, says yeah, Tuesday yeah, eight yeah. o'clock. Yeah, bumped, gone for that show that the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond's on. Now you know what it is. Don't I don't know. So it was on instead of that. All over the place, and I'm sure you know what we're talking about. Roseanne uh, tweeted the former White House uh, advisor to Obama, Valerie Jarrett, uh, a black woman. She tweeted about her. Uh, she's a combination of this: if Muslim Brotherhood. And Planet of the Apes had a baby, VJ, meaning Valerie uh, Jarrett, it, yeah. which, you know, we can discuss and debate. And I see people on the on the right side because Roseanne's a Republican. I've seen Jerry retweet some of these people, this thing about Bill Maher and whatever. And but it's not the same. If you tweet in 2018 that a black woman looks like an ape, you're going to lose your job. And you should. It's just it's so stupid and short sighted and obvious and dumb and racist and you could say, well, yeah, they waited for this long for Harvey Weinstein. Yes, that was a mistake. Correct. Or they waited this long to get rid of Kevin Spacey. Yes, that was a mistake. So your answer for a mistake is to allow another mistake to happen. It's dumb. They got rid of those people. And now, because of social media, and this is where social media is a good thing, Roseanne Barr tweeted something hideous and racist, and her show now is gone. It's 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 there's two hundred people who work on that show, or whatever. I feel they're bad. all done. The writers. For, for, yeah. I feel I have sympathy for cameramen and. Writers and people who are makeup people, and that that makes me sad. To to to, to, to quote a friend of mine, but this is uh, this is this, uh, I mean I'd like somebody to offer. Well, just let's just start right here. Do you have any defense for Roseanne? Uh, I wish I did because there are people on my side of the aisle that do. It is pretty black and white though. I'm on your thing. side of the aisle. It's pretty I'm black, bro. It's stupid. Eh. It's it's a stupid, stupid, racist tweet, and then she blames Ambien later. And first of all, she then she retired from Twitter. She's crazy. Which well, believe that, me, that, we'll, we'll get see, to that. It. I didn't realize until the last twenty. You know, Roseanne Barr was crazy. Not, not this crazy. Well, did you? Did you? Yes. There's a story today that I had no idea existed. That's right. No, that's exactly right. That it but puts I will her say, in a different category than a lot of people. Roseanne was the number one personality on television in the '90s. There were story after story written about how crazy she was. She got this person fired, that person fired. She was crazy behind the scenes. The whole stuff with Tom Arnold. This, that, this, that. But so, social media and the internet's exposed it even more. <clears throat> completely. So we agree on that. So it's racist. I, I mean, I don't think any. I don't think any reasonable person. If you take your political stand, this is where I hate. I will say this is where I hate this stuff. Where one side has to defend her, the other side like it's just a racist, yeah, dumb I tweet. I can't. I don't care it. if she's Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party. I don't care if she's. I don't care if she's white or black or anything. It's a stupid, racist tweet. And I'm and, and ABC did the right thing. And by the way, uh, you know the Roseanne show. Not as not as popular as before. Not as popular as the first run. Making a lot of money for ABC. Was now their top rated shows. They have to fill that hole for the fall. Now yeah. if they had brought it back, it wasn't going to be as profitable. People were if if they announced yesterday well, they were the, bringing it back, people would have well, bailed left and right. We'll get to it, but they renewed it the, after one episode, so they were committed to the show. They right. one episode saw the numbers and renewed it. But for you agree two. that saying yesterday we're we're getting rid of the show is not really that courageous because because if they had said they kept her, the you know only, they you know what? Well, how many t- sponsors with a bail? You know what today would have been it would have been people on the internet. Been David the, Hogg. Here here are the sponsors for the Roseanne Show. Contact ABC. Contact and I sponsors. hate that. And I hate that. It's and dumb. I hate that. But would, and, and by the way, ABC knew that was going to happen. Of course, that's why they did. It. That's half the reason why no, they no. canceled the show. Yesterday. Round up. I'd say it's about ninety percent okay. of the reason. Because if it had been put it this way, if she tweeted had no, 
If she tweeted this and for some reason it just it missed, nobody paid attention to it. You think ABC would have said, boy, in our conscience, we, we can't, we no, can't have no, it. No, of course I don't. not. No, because they, but that's, but they're well, a business. We'll I, because they're they, brought business. Her, they brought her back. They knew the history. So they they knew the, who they were in bed with. So I, I don't think if anyone had responded to this, or no one had responded to this yesterday, she's uh, fired today. And who also knew they were in bed with Roseanne from a business perspective was Tom Warner, who is a, what, what is his title for the Red Sox? Chairman. Chairman of the Red Sox. Part owner of the Red Sox, right? Very yes. nearly commissioner of baseball. Second. He was, second yeah. Uh, and is known now, Tom Werner, uh, as a producer of television, is known primarily for two television shows. I don't think anybody has a real dispute with that. He's had other hits, there's no question. But the two shows he is most responsible or best known for are Roseanne, which was a number one show for years in the 90s, and the most successful television sitcom of all time, which is The Cosby Show in the 80s. There, that, that is just not even dispute. I mean, does anybody dispute when you think of Tom Werner and his television career, which is incredible, those are the two shows you think. No, nope, and Cosby even more than, than Roseanne. Cosby even more than Roseanne. I would agree. <clears throat> so he produced the Cosby show. Uh, we can go, which way do you want to go? You want to start with Roseanne and, or work backwards or start with Cosby and work forwards? I would start backwards. Okay, so you want to start with Roseanne? Yes. Okay, so he produced the Roseanne show in the 90s, made a lot of money off it. No problem. She was crazy. He was balancing this and that and had to work, had to work like crazy. Uh, and so he was influential in bringing the Roseanne show back. He, he pitched the reboot, reboot here. He was talking about the reboot. He wanted it to happen. He talked about how America needs this conversation and how it's time for this and this and that and all that. Um, but he knew Roseanne was crazy. There is no way. We can, we can debate what he knew and didn't know about Bill Cosby. I think that's about a lot of people because I lived in L.A. at the same time, and I knew things about Bill Cosby. So there's no way he didn't know things about Bill Cosby. I don't believe Tom Warner knew that Bill Cosby was, a, was the most prolific rapist in American history. I don't believe that. But I believe he knew things. And I know for a fact he knew things about Roseanne, unless, unless he's dumb, which I don't think he is. He's either dumb or he just wanted this to happen because he thought there'd be money. These Roseanne stories in the past... Uh, she tweeted that Susan Rice had monkey balls, correct? That is correct. A black woman had monkey balls. Uh, she tweeted out a picture of herself dressed like Adolf Hitler, correct? That she did. And uh, in 2000, what year is this, Chris? In 2000 and... The, the false flag? False flag. I, I don't, there's not a date. I think it's 2014. Okay, well, we, know, sure. we know for sure, obviously, it's after 2013. Right. And before the reboot. Uh, Roseanne Barr on her website, letter to Congress. November 16, Pres- 2013. Just so we're on the Thank same. Thank you. This November 2013. 2013. Thank you. Mutt. November 2013. Roseanne Barr, writer, producer, activist, Peace and Freedom Party USA. Remember, she wanted to run for Senate and Congress and President and all party. this stuff. Uh, dear members of Congress, <clears throat> this is from Roseanne Barr. <laughs> I write this letter urging you to stop the dictatorship initiated in this executive branch. The White House under Obama has made direct threats against the first, second, fourth, fifth amendments of the Constitution. These acts include the attack on whistleblowers, contriving false f- uh, flag terror attacks, remove the Second Amendment, parentheses, Boston Marathon, case in point. And murdering innocent people with drones, she writes. But anyway, uh, she writes the Boston Marathon is a, a false flag attack to remove the Second Amendment, contrived false flag terror attacks. Remember these idiots we had we talked to after the bombing? Who was representative from New Hampshire? Oh, Stella Trombley. Yes, yes. I'm talking, remember that crazy girl who called in who was all screwed up? Insane, These yes. people, this is who Roseanne is. She thinks the Boston Marathon was a false flag terror attack. And this thing still exists on the front on website. page. Of her, on the front page. Well, it's, it's on, on her on website, there. yeah. Uh, this is who Tom Werner and uh, 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 these other producers and ABC, this is the mind they sat with her and decided to get into business with this person. I have no sympathy for them. They deserve every piece of criticism and grief they get. Shame on me. I didn't know about this. I wish we had. 
Jerry's sitting there praising the Roseanne show. Right-wing people are praising the Roseanne show. You praising this? Do you think the marathon was, was, was fake? False flag terror attack to remove the Second Amendment? What is that? Explain to me what that means. I False can't flag. believe this loser isn't spanking me. When you see that, what do you, what do you think she's talking about? She's saying that people like Jeff Bowman and others were paid actors. actors right, yes. By the the Richard family were just a bunch of actors? Correct. Yes. Who have now moved. Where, so the Richard family just moved somewhere else? That was all done. Living a life under encroach on the rights the, of Americans. They worked for the government, and now they are uh, under uh, whatever it's witness protection program somewhere. According to her, yes. Okay, and 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 uh, and uh, Crystal, the victims, Roseanne Crystal Campbell, and who Roseanne uh, Sedoy, is that her name? Who's that? Who uh, lost limbs in the? Oh, yeah, yeah, victim? yeah. People, yes. yeah, oh, I'm sorry. People, I was thinking people who passed. Yeah, people who lost limbs, like Jeff and these people. And uh, I mean, Sean Collier, Sean Collier, yeah. right? Yeah, what happened to Sean Collier? The shootout didn't happen either. Have, Those I, cops were all actors. And we're doing this. We did this. I mean, you can. Uh, and but but this is what this is who you got. You got in bed with somebody who's insane, who's absolutely insane. And there's no way that Tom Werner, again, that's relevant because he owns the Red Sox. You know, you can sit there and say, oh, you're picking fights because you don't like the Red Sox. There's some truth in that, no question. But he got in bed. With, there's no way that Tom Werner didn't know. That Roseanne is nuts, certifiable, and this day was going to happen. I'm sorry, impossible. Well, not only they didn't know, I would take it a step further. It's his responsibility. Of course it is. It's, it goes beyond you know, sort of putting your hands up in the air and, and that, that statement that he had That's no, pathetic. Last he issues night. his hideous Sorry, how many hours after the, you know, waiting all day, and Warner's hiding like he hid when Roseanne sang the national anthem, which, you know, everyone cares about the flag, by the way, on the, on the, on the right side. Uh, Jerry and all these people, and you, and I fight with you guys all the time. Roseanne grabbed her crotch and spit while she sang the national anthem. Was Jerry offended then? Uh, so Werner, what, 10 hours later? Yeah, it was at 7.52 p.m. Okay, whatever. Eight hours later, so he hid for eight hours. I support ABC's decision to cancel the show in wake of Roseanne Barr's most recent reprehensible tweets. Our goal was to promote constructive criticism, or I beg your pardon, constructive discussion about the issues that divide us. It represented the work of hundreds of talented people. I hope the good work is not totally eclipsed by those important and offensive comments, and Roseanne seeks the help she so clearly needs. What he, should have... Go Red <laughs> what he should have said was, she's crazy. Shame on me for bringing her back, putting her in America. It was dangerous. I knew this day was going to happen. It's my fault. I want to make a couple of bucks off it. Now, is he going to donate the, the profits he made off of this reboot to the NAACP or, or somewhere else? Did he donate? Did he donate? I don't know this. Maybe he did. Did he donate a nickel of the profits, the hundreds of millions of dollars he made off of Bill Cosby to some women's charity, some foundation for rape victims? No idea. You know, the Red Sox, as I said yesterday, are the, the finger waggingest uh, organization in America. Besides, I agree, we, I like we agree to say, on Tom Werner. Like what should the say, Red Sox have done today? Well, I mean, one of their principal owners was the producer of this show. Okay. I'd, like, I'd like to hear him speak. I'd like to say, can we get this guy? If I'm John Henry, I'd like to say, I'd like to hear from him. Sam Kennedy, can we hear from him today? There's you and I both know it's not going to happen. Okay, well, I, like I'm curious. I mean, they they were very happy and did a very good job uh, bringing the marathon victims out and throwing the first pitch and having days for Jeff Bowman, and that was great. They did a great job with that. Meanwhile, Tom Werner made hundreds of millions of dollars, and then restarted a show with a woman who told you this wasn't real. Made a show at Stella Trombley, and I agree. I, I just told don't you the, the show. I don't know what the Red Sox. Where's Tom? Say about okay, that. fine. Where's Tom Werner on this? And I would just like to start a cheer. 
Unfortunately, I mean, Warner's taking the same tact he did when Roseanne embarrassed herself. Yeah, duck and hide. Anthem. Duck and hide. It's a terrible look for him. Right. And he's going to come on and he'll get upset at us for having this conversation. The Red Sox will get upset at our station. Well, he should come on. He's a, for he's having a, this conversation. a weekly or monthly guest of the station, right? Yeah. Should, his spot should be today on this station, whether it's here or somewhere else in the station, because he needs to, there needs to be some further explanation other than the statement that he released. If, if he's going to, if he's going to be part of the Roseanne experience 2.0, it has to be more than I hope she gets help. So obviously, when Roseanne sang the national anthem, Warner organized that he was producing a show at that time. Well, the story, the AP story suggests that yes, right. Well, there's yes. any doubt. No. I mean, no. <clears throat> so Warner was the Padres' general man, managing general partner at the time. He accepted Barr's request to sing the anthem, according to the team's director of promotions. Uh, Wednesday night was Working Women's Day at the stadium. This is back in 1990. He was at the game, and after the crowd's loud reaction, huddled with an assistant to uh, the team's vice president. Before for twenty minutes before informing the media that he would be unavailable for comment, as he was unavailable for comment when Shaughnessy asked him <laughs> about to give Shaughnessy credit, or no, it was, it was Nick who wrote it in the notes, right? That Shaughnessy yes. took the picture of. Gaffardo asked Warner for comment on Roseanne's Twitter history before this blew up. Good job by Nick. I think it is Nick. And Warner had no comment because he wanted to believe. He closed his eyes and wanted to believe this crazy person wouldn't say something. This crazy racist person would not say something crazy, stupid, and racist. And guess what? She did. And he's going to take no responsibility for that, which he should. It is on him as well, Much obviously much more on Roseanne, and to the producing partner and to, to ABC and all these people who made a deal with a woman who is a false flag-waving lunatic racist. That's it. See, I, I, Who's I, probably addicted to Ambien, too, I guess. All right. <laughs> she tweeted last night. Great. Even better. But that's the excuse? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, guess that's your excuse was she, today. Was she on Ambien when she did this with, with, the, with the marathon? Was she on Ambien when she did the thing with Susan Rice? Was she on Ambien when she said that she did the Hitler thing? I mean, what, what, what are they doing? Uh, she's, she, I don't know who she's taking advice from, but she had the right advice first, which was step away from social media for a little bit. And this speaks to her crazy. She stayed away from social media for what? 24 hours? If that, she was back last night going nuts on the stuff again. Retweeting people who support her, uh, talking about Ambien. I'm going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast. Don't stream, be sorry the for is, me. The stream is saying that like, they just they, the, the stream isn't even working today? Yes, it's just playing ads. <sighs> we haven't dumped anything, right? No, of course not. I mean, so, uh, what, what, so the stream, which is a huge part of our listenership now, is getting nothing. As of right now, yes, getting nothing. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh I, I lost my train of thought. We were talking Joe about Ro- Rose- Joe Rogan. So, so this is so her last night. Uh, now going back to social media. It, I mean, just sums up the crazy. The, the, the think about think about how easy it would have been for her if she decided just to step away. And she cannot help herself. Wow, she's much. She she's cannot nuts. help herself. She's, she's nuts. She's been tweeting all morning. Ten minutes ago, she said, "Thanks for all your kind comments, everyone. Love you. Good night." So she's just going to bed wherever yeah, she's she cruising she's, in Hawaii. So one of the so midnight or whatever. Yeah, twelve thirty. She's crazy. She's crazy. Like I don't even really blame her. She's nuts. She's a lunatic. Like we, I know. I talked to people like this for months after the marathon bombing. They're all crazy. But this is this goes beyond. This goes beyond crazy. Sure, she's crazy and racist. Yeah, she's a crazy <laughs> racist who they put. They they thought they could make a couple of dollars off of. So they brought her in and they full know the producers and ABC knowing full well. And they laughed a few months ago. They asked her about her Twitter stuff and the ABC guy said, "Oh, what can you do? She's she's we can't control her." And, and she goes and does this, and now because, and only because, I don't blame them for this, because they knew they weren't going to make money off this show anymore, they got rid of her. See, and I'm uncomfortable with the out of voice today for ABC and Tom Warner being included none. in that. They're, they're being lauded for how quickly they responded to this. Uh, again, the ratings were good. The ratings were 
good. There you go. Uh, Channing Dungey, who is uh, taken over as the president of ABC Entertainment, uh, is getting a lot of credit for standing in and making this call. Well, I think he's African-American. She right? is. Yeah. And she's also the person who, after one episode of Roseanne, saw the ratings and said, just like Tom Warner did, you know what? This is pretty good for us. Nice bump. Let's bring her back. Stories be damned. Personality be damned. We're going to bring her back. So ABC, after an episode, said we're okay with being back in bed with her for another year. They're now getting these attaboys across the country today from both sides, I guess, more liberal media than, than uh, Republican media, for, for being so, acting so quickly on this. And I don't think they deserve it. If that uh, I want to hear from you guys as well. You think it's, it's, it's okay they fired her? Do you want to show the state? Do you like the show? I don't, I don't, I've never watched it. I'd be curious to see what you guys say. And Werner's role in all this because it's relatable. I mean, the guy's the chairman of the Boston Red Sox. 617-779-7937. from you guys. And we'll be right- she says in one of her tweets, there were three rapid fire today where she said, well, it was a it was a joke. It was a miscalculated joke. And she is a comedian. Yes, she does have a very wicked, twisted sense of humor. Everybody knows her to be a little raunchy, a little rough. So, you know, why I do agree, you know, it is freedom of speech. She should take in consideration that she has lit a fuse and she knows what she's doing. Who is this? Noel Nickmore News, right? on Fox News. That's not yes. even really a defense, though. That's that, that, that's these people. I see this. This drives me friggin' nuts. Like this is why you, you can't you can't win. This is why everyone says the right wing is racist and the left wing are pusses. Like you know, just 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 if you're now in the right wing, you're in the position where you have to defend somebody who is obviously insane and racist. So here's what you say: She's insane. She's racist. She happens to have some of the same political thoughts and sensibilities I do. So what? They're racists on the left side as well. She's a racist. And yes, you know, let me find that Jerry retweet. Stuff like this would, would it drives me absolutely crazy. Let me see. Go ahead, Matt. Talk about whatever you want. Uh, I think it's so tough. If that's going to be the toughest defense of her today, I think it speaks to just how impossible it is to defend what she said. Now, I will say this. this you probably disagree. If this were the first time, like say we didn't have any history on Roseanne, and she came out and tweeted she'd be, this out she'd there. She'd be dead. Okay? I could see them firing her and not canceling the show. The issue but you can't have, fire Roseanne and not cancel the Roseanne show. They, they could find if if no, they no, if, she's, if, she's if the they central, wanted to. The show's called Roseanne. If they wanted to, they could find a way. Well, it'd be a disaster. They, I mean, but they they, they could have they could have made an attempt. In this case, when she has this kind of history, uh, from the marathon bombing stuff to uh, the national anthem to the Hitler pictures, there's enough of a track record there. And now on social media, do you think anybody knows how to make? This I think move. we just unearthed the marathon stuff. Honestly, I didn't hear about it till today. Yes. So Jerry tweets uh, some guy Jack. Pozo, who's this? I don't even know who this is. He's a big right wing. He's one of these right wing guys with like nine million followers and nobody knows. So yeah. Jerry always retweets. But he has the American flag. Yeah, he's an American guy. Uh, Joy Reid gets a pass. Joy Behar gets a pass. Jimmy Kimmel gets a pass. Stephen Colbert gets a pass. George Soros gets a pass. Roseanne canceled. What is that? Okay, okay. all those people were critical of the president. I understand that. Great. So that's the theme there. Okay. In the case of Roseanne, that, she tweeted out something that A wasn't funny. B was a pretty cut and dry racist. Well, so by, by the way, so George Joy Reid tweeted out racist stuff as well. She should have been fired. I agree. She didn't get fired because she's black. I, that, that, that's not even an argument. There's, there's no question about that. If she was white and she tweeted that stuff, she would have been fired. There's that double standard in the world. So what? That's, what I, that, that's the way the world... Unfortunately, that's the way the world works. That's just the way it is. Uh, she's racist, too. She kept her job. So that's a mistake, right? And yes. Jerry's mind, yes, so then, we'd agree. So, then we're, so the idea that, we, that because that was a mistake, we should let Roseanne get away with it and make another mistake. Like, why not just say, okay, we're doing the right thing here? Why is it? Why is it always to be like that? Like, okay, what about this side? Obama did this. Trump did this. What about Bill Clinton? But Bill Clinton screwed this chick. So it's okay that Trump grabbed this this chick's vagina somewhere or bragged about. Like, what? What? What does it matter? Roseanne's insane. Did and you they... see Roseanne's ratings? They were unbelievable. 
and they fired her. He was excellent in good. Nashville last night. Good. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Oh, my God. Awesome television. So good. Unbelievable. Awesome. He's the greatest He's the greatest star of te- in television history. That's why you said you were flipping around. I got stuck watching him. I couldn't. I found him on one of these weird cable so channels. Good. I don't know where he was on. He was on like the One America channel. They he was on Fox the whole News. Thing. They showed most of it, at least. And, and he's ranting. And I'm like, and I'm like, isn't he here to promote a woman who's running for Senate? Like, that's what he was there for. We should find. Oh, we'll do it in headlines. Now. But he talks about the building the wall in California. It is so good. The people, it's, the, he cannot the, the hide. People want to build. They California. want the wall. But you know, they but, want. The, but the governor, all he does is lose money into. Oh, it's. You know, people running around the lawns. I mean, I, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> it was great TV. It was awesome. I couldn't stop watching. But that 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 is that is what drives me friggin' bonkers. Like, oh, but but Joy Reid, but Jimmy Kimmel said, what, what did Jimmy Kimmel do? That, did Jimmy Kimmel call a black woman an ape? No, no, no. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel cried on TV and was critical of the he, president. He was critical of Melania Trump's accent and mocked okay, her. Okay, is that the same English. as calling a black woman an ape? No. I mean, let's be fair about this. I mean, let's let's cut out the crap. Is that the same? Of course, it's not. Here's the rule. You call a black woman, you compare her to the planet of the apes. I think we all knew this beforehand. You, you lose. I don't care who you are. You're going to lose it unless you're Donald Trump. You're going to lose your job. You're out. That's it. You're done. And I'm glad. She's a puke. She's a vomit. When Jerry finds out about this false flag thing, he'll be, he'll, he'll be done. I know that. Fighting for a cause. I know. Because I know he didn't know about that. Done. It'll be over. It was par- paragraph two of what her running for president's party. <laughs> sir, promoting the, the Did Boston anybody talk about it all the time? I mean, was a fault. I, nobody again, even paid attention it, to it. The story today was the first part I had seen of it. And it, it, I, I would love to sit here and, and tell you that uh, these retweets are right and the people, it's a, a double standard. And there are, I think There's there are double, double, there are double standards that exist, and this is, unfortunately, for the debate portion of this, it ain't one of them. I think black it people are allowed to joke more about race than white people. Sorry, I do. I, they, 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 you know, the black people were slaves. Like, that, it was, black people were beaten in this country for years. They were oppressed. Sorry, I think that's, that's part of the deal. I know it's kind of not, you know, it's, it doesn't really seem fair on the surface, but that's the way it goes. I mean, did you really have a problem with that? No. Uh, I think a black person can make a joke about race and get away with it that the white person couldn't. Agreed. Signed off. I have no problem with that. Yes. I mean... It exists and is part of, yeah. It's you, part of I think we all know that that's yeah. part of the deal. I mean, you know, but but by the way, I think, I don't know, who's a prominent black person in, in the media? Uh, in television. Who's a sitcom star? Anthony Anderson was on Blackish. Yep. If he tweeted out that Valerie Jarrett looked like she was from Planet of the Apes, I think he'd be in some trouble. Yeah, if he was the if star of a TV, well, does he have the track record Roseanne does? You see, you don't think the, the Roseanne's track record plays into part of this? I think tonight. once you're a white person, it, it does. But I think I think it, it's part of the backstory. But I think the minute you're a white person, you tweet a black person looks like an ape, you're done. You're it's over. You're done. It's gone. And she by, was brilliant. And by the way, she should. Is that word to talk about Roseanne? She's bri- She's brilliant, huh? Okay. Did, did I might not know about this at the time? Was she brilliant when she? Wrote that the Boston Marathon was, you know, that the, the essentially the Richard family and Jeff Bowman are actors, they're characters in, the, in this play that the government put together. Is that was that brilliant, Tom? Is that brilliant, Tommy Werner? I don't think so. See, that, right. the claim is going to be that they, they, he did not know about that. Okay, well that's that's, that's that the then, claim. Then I would say you did a lousy and I, job. And I would say yeah, that's irresponsible of right. ABC it's Warner. Poor Chutney, the exact. I would just say that Warner's played the I don't know card before, and I'm not sure you know how much I believe it them either. To be perfectly honest, you know about other shows, which we can get to right now if you'd like. I mean, Warner's other show is the Cosby Show, and he was ready to go in 2013 with a reboot, not a dissimilar thing. He was going to bring the Cosby Show back as a sitcom, a Bill Cosby sitcom, a family friendly sitcom in 2013. Correct? Was it 2013? Yes, that was the date he spoke to this magazine. Yeah, Uh, and we knew. Uh, for a while, because it had been in the news even before this all happened. 
Well, this speaks to the rumors again, right? There were plenty no, no of rumors. rumors no, 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 no rumors. There's no rumors. In 2005, uh, uh, Andrea Constant started with a lawsuit against Cosby. Uh, uh, in 2005, this happened. Uh, Chris, the thing I looked for, I don't know why, I don't know the timeline of this. Where's the timeline on it? Jesus. The timeline, the, the thing that you texted me this morning? Yeah. Uh, for, some that, reason, for some reason, this comes up as a different story. Give me a second. I'll find it. I'll, I, I'll look for it. Timeline. I have, I have his conversation with, uh, uh, did, we're talking about the Roseanne revival and the Cosby show. Okay, wait one second. One second. 2018. So they were bringing the show back in 2013. Werner was with Cosby. They were partners on this new show. And, they, and it was going to be a family-friendly sitcom. They talked about how America needs families and all this. This was in 2013. Cosby show ended uh, in the late 90s, I want to say. In 2005, Andrea Constand, former director of operations for the Temple University women's basketball team, filed a lawsuit against Cosby. I knew about this. It was a public story. Everyone knew about this at the time. Alleging he had drugged and molested her at his home in 2004. A local prosecutor declined to file charges related to the alleged abuse. After Constand's accusations became public, a second woman, Tamara Green, said in the Cosby show in the 70s, Cosby gave her pills that knocked her out. Court papers of the Constand case mentioned Green and 12 anonymous women who made similar allegations against the actor and the comic. Uh, in 2005, in June, the Philadelphia Daily News published a story identifying Beth Ferrier as one of the anonymous women. She says Cosby drugged and sexually assaulted her in a car in Denver in the 1980s. The Guardian later reports uh, she told the story of the National Enquirer, but the story, tabloid killed the story under pressure from Cosby's lawyers. They settled the lawsuit in 2006. Uh, Constant did. December 2006. Barbara Bowman, another anonymous woman, tells people that Cosby had mentored her as an actor in the 1980s and sexually assaulted her in Reno in New York City during that time. That is all backstory. That is all before they brought the show back in 2013. I knew about Constan. The public knew about Constan. They knew about the lawsuit. These, this was very public, these 12, 13 women. It went away until Hannibal Burris. Tom Werner, who knew about this, I'm not saying he was aware of it beforehand in the 80s and the 90s. I'm not suggesting that's the case, but was very well aware of Cosby being accused by 15 different women of rape was ready to go with a new show, just like he was ready to go with a new show with Roseanne, knowing she was crazy. And just like that, it bit him in the ass when it turned out that another moneymaker for him uh, turned out to be the most prolific raper, rapist in the history of this country. Well, let's go on up and have some sauce. So, I mean, this is not, and I, I asked Warner about it uh, when it happened. It's not in any way, shape, or form defensible. You can't tell me that Tom Warner didn't know about these accusations. That is a total lie. It was in 2006. It was public. Just like Roseanne and the Boston Marathon. If you did some research, Roseanne and Hitler, Roseanne and Susan Rice was all public. And just like when the story came out with the 40 women and Warner shouldn't have been surprised, he shouldn't have been surprised yesterday when this dummy, racist, moron, a-hole, Roseanne, tweeted this thing out. That's Cosby's responsibility and Roseanne's responsibility. But as an executive producer of the show who knows these people very well, it is their responsibility as well. That's not even, to me, an argument. That's See, not even, I don't even know how you make the case. I mean, this Cosby stuff is disgusting. And they're going to go make money off this guy again. It's friggin' unbelievable. It's also his responsibility to have more than just a statement of, I hope she gets help. There's got to be a larger explanation as to. Why? Who's the call on it? Who's the call on uh, I think it'll be easy today. You forget, people hated him in san diego for the roseanne bar thing and that th- this one's I-, I think worse and when you thought when when the story gets out when people wake up this morning they turn on this show and they hear about the the uh boston marathon false flag comments she made on her website still today people are going to want to know from tom werner 
Why did you get back involved? Why was it worth it? What did you know? that This is not going away for Tom Werner. Now, we disagree as you think the Red Sox had issue some sort of statement today that involves John Henry or somebody else over there. I don't. I think it's a Tom Werner uh, pro- production. I think Tom Werner needs to either talk to this station or another station and have some sort of further comment on it. I don't think it's a Red Sox story. I think it's a Tom Werner story. Well, I keep saying That's Valerie Jarrett's a black woman. Is Valerie Jarrett a black – is she a black woman or she's Iranian? What is her – what is her? I know she's from. Her, she's, her, she was born in Iran, correct? Her parents are from Iran. I think so. I, I, I last night in all the coverage, it was discussed as an African American, right? I, but people are some people so are tweeting saying thing. she's not African American. But I think she. I, I mean, you know, it doesn't even matter. Obviously, Roseanne was being racist, but Valerie Jarrett is. Do we know what her? What her? I'll get her exact information for you. Okay, she was born in Iran. I know that, but uh, right. Do we know what? what I, I don't want to do into this. You know, this is dumb. You, this thing about you know, but I, I just would like to know before we get into this, just 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 for my own edification. I mean, obviously, it doesn't mean that she's not racist, Roseanne. It's a stupid thing, but I think she is, right? I mean, I haven't seen her exact. Everything I read, there was no you know speculation that this would be a defense of Roseanne. No, 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 no. no, no it's, I'm not defending Roseanne, <laughs> obviously, but I'm just curious as to what her what her what her parents. I'm just just out of curiosity. Uh, all right, let's go to Rhode Island. Amy, what's up? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. So um, I just actually wanted to talk. To yeah. You okay. About, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Amy. One second. Yeah. Her great grandfather, Robert Robinson Taylor, is believed to be the first African American graduate of MIT and the country's first African American architect. Okay. These people are tweeting at me. She's not as. I'm like, what are you? That's what the are, defense. No, not even the defense. But they're saying, what are you talking? Uh, uh, whatever. I'm looking at Twitter. I'm like, Dale. What's up? What's up, Amy? <laughs> Good morning, Kirk. Um, I, Kirk, I wanted to tell you how much I agree with you. I'm a school principal. And um, I really feel as though we have to forget this situation and whether you're on the Democratic or the Republican side of the situation. And you have to think about what her words said, the power of her words, and evaluate them just for that and forget about whether you're on one side or the other, just like we do with kids in school. What did they say and who did it hurt? And, um, and, and to think with our heart and not about what side we're on when we're deciding whether what the president says or Roseanne says or anybody else, their words matter. It's just, it's just, and, thanks, Amy. There's just, there's just, there's no place. There's just, I mean, it's just, there's just no place for calling a, a, a black woman an ape on. So it's just dumb. It's just, that's all it is. It's not even, like, I don't even think kids look at funny, it. right? There I think, you're right. I don't kids look at tweeted. it and say, you know, it's a lesson to be learned. No, it's just a stupid racist a-hole who's crazy. And honestly, I'll, I'll admit, like, I think what she did about what Jared is, Reprehensible. I I I almost think that stuff with the Boston Marathon is worse. Oh, I mean, definitely I mean, is. Well, I mean, but you you are calling a black person an ape. You're okay. calling. You, I mean, that's. But she's saying she's suggesting that the 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 marathon bombing where people died and people uh, lost limbs and are now affected for the rest of their lives and more lives on top of that. That the, the oh, President Obama was part of a conspiracy to create that to take away our Second Amendment. And rights. I totally agree. This is ridiculous, <laughs> stupid double standard. Where and she's not the only one, where, right? Where liberals, get Keith Olbermann can say that, that that Trump is is Hitler and he gets a job with ESPN. I agree. That's a ridiculously stupid double standard, and he shouldn't have that job either. But this is how it works. See, this doesn't to me. This doesn't fit into the double standard part. I, I'm I'm happy hammering those people. You think if Olbermann tweeted the Valerie Jarrett or or, or, or I don't know a prominent African American. Republican. If Oldman tweeted that person looked like an ape, I'm pretty sure he'd, he'd lose his job in two Fired seconds. In, by, by Disney and it, it, whatever, in two seconds he's gone. Right. 
And I think, you know, and I'll be curious to see how, what, the, what the Werner brushback is and follow this going forward. I think Werner is responsible to some extent for this because he brought this crazy person back in our lives. So was ABC. Just like I think in the way Werner knew about all the stuff in 2005 and 2006, decided to go forward with Cosby. And then later he says, oh, it's a shame. We didn't know anything. Remember when the Cosby show, when this all happened? Oh, yes. I don't know what to do with this. Well, of course you did. We all knew about 2005 and 2006. And shame on us, we all ignored it. I mean... This was this was public documented records. There's no way you didn't know about this. If you didn't, you're a dope. And I don't think you're a dope. He was so, just asked about the this uh, recently again. Uh, this was back in March. You're in touch with Bill Cosby. I haven't spoken to him recently. Uh, you've said the rape allegations against him were beyond your knowledge or comprehension during the series run. How would you quantify oh, I, that? I, 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 that may be true. That was in the 80s. said right? it tarnished the library, but he doesn't want to say more about that. But the follow-up question is, but you were ready to go in 2013 13, with a yes. new show with Three, all these accusations. Why, why, we, why would you do that knowing the man had raped, we, we believe, at least been accused by 15 different women? How do you answer? And that? I guess the question would be: Did you believe? Did not believe the allegations? You were comfortable putting the the show back together. Did you not believe the allegations at that time when they existed? I have no idea. I don't think he's asked. Oh, question. this would be good. Matt and Gloucester, what's up, Matt? Yo, you guys are such hypocrites. Let me hear it. I mean, just two days ago, you were touting how Dice Clay was such a great comedian. He is a great comedian. If you remember, he was a sexist and he was called out on it, and he he left the media. I mean, just I mean, the words matter, and and and. And think your feelings, people. You know, people are getting hurt by your feelings. It's such. A, why can't you point out the hypocrisy in the media today, man? There is. I, there is. I, I, told, I just. I just. I just lay it out. There's. We're doing this while Keith Olbermann has a job at ESPN, who is calling the president. There's. We, you, we all know it's a double standard in the media. But again, we know the rules, Matt. 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 We know the rules. In 2018, if you go on social media and call a black woman an ape, you're going to lose your job. We know that. I mean, do you, do you think that's defensible? Defend that tweet. Yeah, she's a comedian. She's a comedian. I don't. Think what's funny about that? What's what's funny? Where's the joke there? Nothing. It doesn't offend me, Minahan. That's what I'm saying. Matt, I'm not, Matt, Matt, Matt. I'm not offended either. Matt, I'm not offended either. It's stupid and racist, and she should lose. It, just being knowing the established rules and breaking them. If she's dumb enough to do that, if I'm ABC, I say she goes. I guess so. But do you think? Do you think it's a funny? Do you think it's a funny tweet? No, I don't think it's particularly. Funny, I mean, you think, it's because, I you think you think you, you think the protection of that is she's a comedian? You think there's comedy in that tweet? Where? Well, as some people might think that's funny. Who? I haven't heard a single person who think that's yeah, funny. So explain explain who? the humor, Matt. She kind of looks like an ape. I don't know. No, she really doesn't. I, I, that's your defense. Not at all. I mean, you I, think she does? No, I don't think she does. Okay, well, but neither do I. So I don't know where the where where's the, where's the comedy there? Uh, you know, it, it, comedy is. Subjective, subjective, I know, I agree, and and this happens not to be comedy. We oh, know see, that. Now, now, are we going to get to this point where people are now going to we're going to get the calls about freedom of speech and be able to say what you want? Like, are we going to go down this road again? She's a TV star in 2018. You know what happens? You tweet something dumb and racist, you lose your job. That freedom of speech does not apply to somebody's in the public sphere who gets money and creates revenue for a company. Because of the show yeah, she's on. speech doesn't matter. You're it an employee of ABC. We can hear it in Matt's voice, and I'm sure there are other people out there that, that feel that way. It doesn't matter in this case. Paula Dean <laughs> had a very popular cooking show. Now you're gone. She made racist comments. She admitted to making racial slurs. You're off TV. It's right. pretty simple. Didn't matter how much money you made, you're gone. And in the social media world, you're dead. I mean, the minute that's out there, you're. It's. It's. I mean, you knew. And she doesn't uh, realize yet because she's. She is. Well, she's still, she's much. She's insane. Going. She's crazy. All right, six one seven. Seven seven nine seven nine three seven. What's your? Phone? It is on us. It is on the. It's on the basketball fans of today to pass this oral history down. That this champion. That this Eastern title. 
beating the Pacers when they sh when they shouldn't have. They had no business winning that series. Overcoming what they overcame during the season, which not wasn't just the trades, but tragedies within the team and their head coach stepping away and the burden that was on LeBron in this game, in this building, uh, without Kevin Love, it is our responsibility to carry that on. What they won here tonight, what LeBron won here tonight, was worth more than those other Eastern Conference championships. It's more offensive than Roseanne, Jesus. It's our responsibility. It's not getting enough credit. It's I don't not want to get much. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, the wind horse is just pathetic. He's just he's a LeBron suck up. It's fine, but it's our. Who's? But he says our responsibility. Who's he talking about? The media. Oh, it is you. Well, you're. I'm not really the media. You are though. It's your sure. responsibility. I, I think yep. we're all aware how great LeBron is, aren't we? Uh, he's considered probably the best player of his generation, and this maybe the was second anybody, best player. Is anybody all time. watching this and not thinking that? I mean, what? what? But this is what wind horse does. He doubles down at times. When LeBron's really good. I get so emotional. He jumps back in, and when he's bad, he defends him. It's it's. It's embarrassing, and I give him credit. He's he got he's carved out a nice little niche. When is he really bad? For himself. Like, when is he bad? Uh, he was bad. Uh, Cleveland first time around towards the end of that series. Well, yeah, I know. Really, but I mean, he had a great year ago. that year. I mean, he's never had. He's never been bad. He's never he gets bad. criticized for the way that he, right, uh, he probably goes gets about criticized his too much when when things are bad, like any other great athlete, and gets praised too much. So Windhorst feels like it's his responsibility to defend him when the media comes down on him. But when does the media come really come down on him? Like, there's like four people in the national media. Ooh, Skip Bayless, ooh, the decision. Oh, yeah, he did Very a terrible job with that. That was what <laughs> eight years ago. Uh, getting coaches fired over the years, he got criticism for that. The LeBron picks his own team, picks his own guys. Sure, like every star. But it's nothing basketball related. He's put the the basketball part of it essentially in the rear view by the way he's played in the playoffs the last couple of years. Yeah, but Windhorse still hammers that. Boy, there's something bed last night before the end of the Warriors Rockets game because he knew that he needed to sleep. I heard uh, what's her face. Uh, <laughs> Well, everyone, everyone likes on Nichols. Twitter. Rachel Nichols saying that he gets more sleep during. Did you hear that? Did you hear that sound? It's embarrassing. We'll everyone it. talks about great shit. She's embarrassing. You're embarrassing. She's he, the one who went on and on about how he hosted the players for Thanksgiving. Yeah, over and, his house. Yes. And, and it's like, what? What do you? How do you know the? Uh, shit yesterday. He gets more sleep. That's a fact. How do you? Are you like watching him? Do you have? Are you in like a dark room? Like, like well, she did have the, the video of him shooting shirtless. Right. I mean, do you like? Are you you're you're aware of how much sleep he gets a night? Why? Because he told you. Like, you just believe it. Oh yeah, LeBron sleeps sixteen hours a day during the playoffs. He goes in the chamber. <laughs> He's off social. What's what does he say? Zero dark LeBron or whatever. Zero dark twenty three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Zero dark twenty three. And you believe hashtags. That's the stuff. Dark. I understand. That's the stuff. Like the Keefs in the world hate with LeBron. I agree. But again, he's a child. He's never grown up. You, you know, Matt Damon. Have uh, Matt Damon. A liberal had a great uh, point one time. He said, basically, I think the maturity level of people are uh, celebrities are whenever the age they were and they got really famous. That's the maturity level they're at, and it never changes. LeBron's like fourteen, Tiger Woods like three. Like it doesn't it doesn't change because your whole life you now go into this weird thing where you are. David Price the same way, by the way. Where you never, ever, ever, ever actually face criticism for anybody in your life. Also, you have to remember about LeBron. He thinks about this stuff a lot. You talked about his near photographic memory. The problem with remembering everything, Scott, is that you remember everything, right? <laughs> so he always talks about how he doesn't he doesn't sleep that much during the playoffs. Oh, the and, right, in all seriousness, sorry, so because he's thinking about everything. In all seriousness, so so, so so Rachel Nichols <laughs> believes in this world where like they just their job is to pump up athletes and make them more than we are. The LeBron thinks about stuff like about a basketball game. What about like real things in people's lives? Do they sleep? Like, you know, parents driving their kids in the Jimmy Fund today? I mean, like, it's so dumb because he because he made the mistake in the third quarter of a game. He's literally in her mind, like cinematically tossing and turning in bed and getting up and walking around. Like it's it's so embarrassing. Be an adult. 
Be a goddamn adult. See, this is where ESPN, forget the liberal stuff, which we all know about. This is where ESPN loses me. They're just jock-sniffing dopes who buy anything these dummies peddle them. I mean, good God. You see, I, and I think that's media now in 2018. What? So take ESPN out of it. Beat writers, too, are the same Okay, way. so uh, uh, Ken Rosenthal or the guys at Fox, okay, but, same but, but way. We're playing ESPN sound. In ESPN, this is what they do all day. They, they, they prop up athletes. On well, Windhorse's case, I think now listening back to it, he's actually more, it's more about the media than it is about LeBron, LeBron the person. He wants, he's upset, like the media criticism, how about LeBron for that photographic thing at the end? We mocked the media for two days on that because the media wanted to promote LeBron James like he was some sort of special, and you heard Rachel Nichols do it right there, some sort of special athlete because he remembered a couple plays. He's near photographic Brad, memory. Bradford went down to talk to the Red Sox bullpen. They all did the exact same thing. And so I think Windhorse is now beyond defending Sure, but LeBron. I will say, remembering, I, I think remembering six, seven plays in a row in the basketball game, free-flowing, is honestly is harder than remembering seven pitches. Okay, but he also, the but in the case of LeBron, we found out he had the play sheet right in front of him. Right. And went on the play where he was going to, he turned the ball over, he skipped over and said, oh, we missed a shot there. Yeah. So, Whatever, I don't, yeah. He, he's, Windhorse is now, def- he's, he's chastising the media for being critical of LeBron. He's not being critical of people being critical of LeBron. It's now about media, if that makes any sense. Probably. You can just feel it Which coming is off of him. No, I got you. I got you. What? I got you. I'm with you. you. It's okay. It's what do you want me to say? It's an unbelievable point. That's the best thing I've no, ever heard. No, 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 no. I didn't say it was. Great take. Yeah, what'd you say? I don't remember. I don't <laughs> recall. say anything? It's the media. I, was, I said a lot. <laughs> you said it all. He's, he is now he's now defending LeBron, the media haters of LeBron. Yeah, if but what, but if I would say the wind horse, like, A, obviously it's not your job, and B, what do you care? Hold on, that's why he has a job at ESPN. It's because, because of his of relationship LeBron, with ESP, uh, well, LeBron James. He's hired there. He's followed him around. He became well, he's, he's just LeBron's beat writer for ESPN. Miami, Cleveland. There's no doubt they'll send him and, and kill cover whatever team. LeBron is at next year. The 76ers, Lakers, whatever. So he's to be fair, that's why ESPN hired him. So now he feels Absolutely. he has to relationship relationship that character. LeBron, sure, but I don't, I don't think anybody in America was saying, gee, you know what? I, we need to appreciate LeBron James more after Game 7. We all know he's been in our lives now for, what, 15 years? He's great. Uh, we know yeah. he's great. Yeah. You know, the argument now is if he's the first or second best basketball player who's ever walked the earth. I think we're past, like, we don't need to praise him anymore. For me, he's not as good as Michael Jordan. I don't like admitting he's better than Larry Bird. I don't think he is. Uh, but I'm going to say he is just because I, I understand how biased I am. So he's the second best player of all time. And that's a criticism? Apparently, yes. He I mean, doesn't he... get appreciated according to these people. I don't know anybody that doesn't appreciate LeBron James being one of the all-time he's great, great players. He's a great player. Who, Skip Bayless? He hates LeBron James, right? Right. But... Rich Keefe? Celtic fans? Because... I think Rich Keefe would even tell you LeBron's a great player. I'm sure he would. I'm mean, saying yesterday. We, we, we have it. I have it right here. Yeah. Brr. Which was, I think, a, a, a significant moment for him. I don't think he said it like that. He didn't? I don't think so. I think he did. But but it, no matter what, like even the LeBron haters, which is tired anyway, is, you know, he's, he's, he's great. He's tremendous, awesome, you know, the best player of his generation, the best player since Jordan. We we'll probably won't see another player as good as LeBron in 40 years, 30 years. Wouldn't surprise me. There's no one in the league right now who's young who's going to be as good as LeBron James. There's and I actually challenged the fan and said, what have you done? See that 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 is, that is perfect win horse. Pete Abraham to continue to get that access to from LeBron and the behind the scenes stuff. He's got to go on ESPN these roundtables. We ask win horse to come on guy. today. Yeah, we'll do. Well, can we honestly? Wouldn't you mind? I'd like to talk to him and say, "What are you like? Who are you arguing with?" Uh, I, I, what, his answer would probably be the de facto media or that fan. He wouldn't have an actual person. Just some random fan. He wouldn't, hates- have a, he wouldn't have a name. He wouldn't have an organization. Okay, what fan is he talking about? 
Uh, the fan who was booing LeBron, right? Coming off the, was coming oh, off the, the court. A couple of years ago, you mean? Yeah. That guy yeah. yelled at LeBron? Yeah. Okay. And how old was that person? <laughs> I, I couldn't have been past 12 or 13. So let's just say you, you said that person. Do you think LeBron James is a great basketball player? Like, true serum. They would say yes. They're uh, mad probably, at him because yeah. they're mad at him because of whatever. But like they think he's a great player. But, I mean, we had this in Boston. Pete Abraham and David Price. It's the same exact. Yeah, thing. but David Price is not LeBron James. Okay, but in in Boston, I know. But we but, have but, a guy who doesn't write about David Price when he's bad, and then lauds him when today he's defends good. him again. Yes, but I would say that like there is legitimate criticism for Price's October record in his first year in Boston. He was not. If LeBron James's first year in Miami or back in Cleveland, he had the same year. Uh, to his career record that David Price had his first year in Boston, which would be what? Like LeBron averaged 21, 7, and 7 yep. or something, right? You would say, okay, there's reason here. And then went in the playoffs and flamed out again. You would say, okay, there's real criticism here. Yes. There's real criticism with Price is on-field performance. And off the field, he's a dink. LeBron off the court is like, is a, is you know, in love with himself and not, but he's not a dick. No, I don't think he's, he's been not. involved. There's, I mean, there, there are plenty of guys that are, are not as good as LeBron who have gotten involved in more off-the-court stuff and been yes. more of an issue. He's avoided right. that for them. He's so, been I mean, like Derek I, Jeter to an extent in avoiding that stuff. Yeah, so I don't really, like, I don't really, I don't, uh, you know, I don't get, there's like three people in America who don't like him, that, like, are so, sort of nas- semi-national figures. Okay, but, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, this is the same thing that the, the same guys do. You're going to name the same three guys. Right. They do it with Tom Brady, where you sure. wonder why are they now, these, these morons who say Tom Brady's not the best ever or want to criticize Brady for right, these but but things. They know it's good for business. Windhorse knows it's good for business I don't think like whoever the ESPN version of, of Windhorse is with Brady or a local version. Like, I don't think it's Tom Curran's job to then say, hey, uh, you know, I know we do it to bring these guys on and slap them around. It's kind of fun, but like, we all know it's sort of, they're, they're dummies. Yes, the, the right? hot take artist yeah, slash you know, talking head show. The yeah. tone and the take against Brady is far more intense than that of LeBron. Oh, far more anyway. I mean, it was, you're talking about, oh, did anybody ever call see, LeBron? See Brady supporter for president, Chris? That's big exactly. factor. Anybody ever call LeBron, LeBron like a cheater and like a bad, you know, not really, right? Uh, there's think? been, I think there's been some HGH type allegations towards him. Uh, ESPN? Not an ESPN, but who at ESPN called Brady a cheater? Well, Fox Sports One said that Brady was the Lance Armstrong of the okay. NFL. Was that uh, that dummy? No, Bill Polian called Tom Brady a cheater uh, during Deflategate. Oh, of course absolutely. he did. ESPN. Bill Polian. We did a year on it. Okay. What are you talking well, Bill, about? Bill Polian's got his own issues. Chris Morrison called Brady a cheater. I mean, in essence, deleted the tweet years later. Yeah, I mean, I, no, ESPN. That's all they did for from, from months. They have people on the. But those Tom are Brady okay. Those are guys. Uh, Morton said I would agree with with Polian. He has uh, there's a track record there of just being anti-patriot. Right. Well, no matter what, what platform track, he was going to be on, he's going to do that anyway. Like the, no matter how the dumbest LeBron hater, Bayless or whatever. Whatever he tweets out or says is not as embarrassing as what Windhorse did right there. Windhorse is like it's like his like his boyfriend or like his is you know like what are you doing? Leave it alone. You look worse, but don't you know how bad you look when P. Dave does that? Call somebody a Klansman or Windhorse does that? Buy like, sneakers. Yeah, I mean, do you know how embarrassing? You know how bad you look. He needs a haircut. He needs a shave. <laughs> is he talking about LeBron? Yeah, he, there were the yep. playoffs a couple of years ago. The playoffs, the run of the playoffs, which you know. Last seven, eight years, he wasn't able to shave or have a haircut. His hair was down to his ass. You remember that? And his beard all the way out because he looked like Tom Hanks when he got off the uh, off a of castaway. Is it a situation where Windhorse is living in the past? Because for a while, we sat here and buried LeBron for uh, playoff failures, late in games deferring. I just think now, based on what he's done the last couple of years, you can't, that doesn't exist anymore. So I'm like, he's, he's fighting with people from... What, 2014? I guess. All right, 617-779-7937. Hour two coming up. We'll get back to the Roseanne stuff. Plenty more to get to. And uh, Evan Drellick is going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour. Is that right? That's correct. Great. What are you laughing at? The, so, like, five different times today, 
I've gone to do this with my shirt and I've stopped myself. You just did it. I went the entire hour without doing it. I thought about like half Is the time. Is that like your end of your hour move? I don't know. Like I coughed hour you, two? You called me on it yesterday and I was defensive about it. You were wrong. I found myself doing it at my son's t-ball game last night. What is go. my issue? What, That's a good question. What is this? What am I doing? That was what, your way of mentioning that you went to your son's t-ball What does it mean? What does dad. this mean? No, I, but I did it. I'm like Father getting in the car. T- what, what is my problem? Uh, we'll figure that out as well. We'll be right back.